Doc Talk is brought to you by Merck Animal Health, the science of healthier animals. Hey folks, Dr. Dan here. Thanks for joining me today. Today we're going to have a show talking about lice and how to prevent and control lice in cattle. Hot topic during some cold days, so stay tuned. We'll be right back with Doc Talk. Welcome to Doc Talk. I'm Dr. Dan Thompson, and I'm glad you joined me today. Uh, I'm the department head here of animal science at Iowa State University, where uh, we have about 1,100 students. Uh, a thousand of them are undergrad, a hundred of them are graduate students, 50 some faculty, and uh, it's been a quite a transition during COVID. Nothing that's worth having is easy, but uh, you know I had a great time with our collegiate cattle group. Uh, have had a great time with our block and bridle group and many of our undergrad uh, organizations uh, providing some of the insight and just getting to interact with the students as we move forward through these not so normal times but face-to-face -face interaction and uh, getting out on the farm doing the chores being together cattle handling all the above are so important so as we talk about moving into the winter time and we start thinking about protecting our cattle and one of the things I think is probably most underestimated when it comes to processing protocols in the feedlot or working cows in the fall is controlling lice. And it seems to be every year a little bit uh, more and more of an issue as we, as we have, have moved through some of these different products and different things. And I hear a lot of cases of people calling saying, hey, we've got lice real bad in our cows and it doesn't matter what we do, we can't seem to, to get rid of it. So... I thought today we'd take a little bit of time and we'd talk about just what it is. First of all, lice is a major problem in the winter. Lice or mange, th this is something we don't see it in the summer. When we have blue skies, sunny days, warm weather, lice don't like that weather. However, lice love dark, gloomy, cloudy, cold days, okay? So we're not going to really see lice problems in cows or in feedlot steers until it gets to be winter. So what do cattle that have lice issues look like? And it can be confused with other types of things. We might think that it's a mineral deficiency or something to that. But when we start to see patches of hair move off the cattle, and you'll see it off their rump, around their tail head, you'll see it off their shoulders, their, their, their midline, anywhere they can rub, that's where they're gonna lose their hair. So when cattle have lice, the one thing you'll see just about immediately with them is, is you pull in the feed yard and all of a sudden you look and all the cattle are around the fences and they're just rubbing their sides. And, and so we'll start to see those hair, the hair loss in the winter and we'll also see, see radical behavior as far as those animals scratching themselves or rubbing themselves on posts, just anything to relieve themselves uh, from, that, from that itch. So it's, it's something that that you can see easily, but sometimes it's misdiagnosed. And sometimes we think it's lice when it's not. I had a group of steers that uh, they laid down in the wintertime, their, their belly hair was wet, and they actually like froze to the ground. And when they stood up, it pulled the hair off their belly and we started to think about lice, but really it was, it was environmental. Sometimes we may see mineral deficiencies or things that might uh, lead you to think that these animals are, are having issues with lice, but really they're, they're not. So, as we start to move forward, as we start to think about preparation for the fall and for the winter, one of the things we have to start putting into our protocol is lice control. We're gonna take a break. 
When we come back, there'll be a lot more here on Doc Talk. We're going to talk about lice, ectoparasites, winter, and your cows. Thanks for joining me. Hey there, folks. Welcome back to Doc Talk. Dr. Dan Thompson here at Iowa State University, where I'm the department chair of animal science. And so it's been a little bit of a transition, but actually, Iowa's my home state. So coming back home and, and being with the students here at my alma mater at Iowa State has been great. I dearly miss my uh, friends and my family that are at, in Kansas and at Kansas State. And so uh, it's great to drive back and forth, but it's really good that Iowa State University allowed me to continue doing this show. And uh, I thank our sponsors, but more importantly, I thank you all for watching. I've gotten some great emails during the transition and during COVID. It's been awesome to hear from you all um, that the show is, is making an impact. So when we talk about lice, one of the things you need to understand about lice, is there's really two kinds of lice. There are biting lice and there are sucking lice. And it's important because the, both types of lice will cause the cattle to rub, they'll cause them to itch, they'll cause the same type of clinical signs. The difference is, is when we go to treat animals for lice, some products like injectables will work against the sucking lice but injectable products, such as our avermectins, won't work against the biting lice. So those, those lice have to be locked on and, and sucking to get that constant flow of blood with the avermectin product in there to go to that, that uh, sucking lice. But if it's a biting lice where it's just, it's just biting on the surface of the animal, it's, it's not as uh, easy to kill them with the, with the injectable, so we have to use a pour-on product if we have the biting lice. So it's important to know that there's two types of lice. They're both present all across the United States. And, and so when we get into the weather in the wintertime, we start to change our processing protocols from just including an injectable or just including a white paste dewormer to also including some sort of topical or some sort of uh, pour-on product as, as well. Your veterinarian will know your region, know your bugs, uh, know the products and, and be able to help you really, really well. When we start to think about <clears throat> when we're going to implement lice uh, prevention, the first thing we have to do is, you know, you can get the animals in the chute if you want to check to see if they're lice. And you can just part the hair across the midline and you will see the lice uh, on the skin surface. You can see those, those lice move and, and you can see whether or not those animals are, are truly infected. You can you can try some things like tape and different things to try to catch and see if it's on the surface. But really you should just be able to, you'll see the clinical signs and you'll be able to see the, the lice. So the question I always get is when should I start to uh, provide a pour on or when should I start to put my de-lysing program into play? And the first thing I say is when we start to head into those colder, cloudy fall days, that's when in the processing protocols, whether you're a backgrounder, a grow yard, uh, if you have cows, that's when we're going to start to think about our, our lice products and our, and our porons. And so we will uh, treat those animals and, and during our processing protocols in the feed yard, we'll give those animals a poron, we'll give them an injectable avermectin for the internals, might give a white pasty wormer for the internals, plus some sort of poron. You can also use the poron avermectins, uh, like uh, Ivermec poron, Dectamax poron, uh, and different uh, uh, Cydectin poron. Don't want to miss a brand, sorry. 
But anyway, you can use those porons, and those porons will work for both internal and external parasites, both biting and sucking uh, lice. But when we start to think about some of the things that we're going to implement if we're using an injectable, then you're going to want to add that poron product during the winter months. We use it when the animals come in for, for uh, many different things. So uh, when I come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about lice. We're going to talk about delousing. Thanks for joining us. Hey there, folks. Welcome back to Doc Talk. Dr. Dan Thompson here. We're in Ames, Iowa, where I work at Iowa State University, but I still get out and about with the feed yards there in western Kansas and uh, Nebraska and different spots in the U.S. Uh, just so glad to understand how essential beef cattle production, swine production, dairy production, poultry production is to this country. So we're talking about lice and cattle, and when we start to think about delousing them, I'm just going to go through our protocol. The first thing is, is that when these calves come through at processing or weaning, we're going to give them an injectable or a white dewormer for the internal parasites. We're then going to use some sort of poron product, like a, a, some sort of pyrethrin or pyrethroid, work with your veterinarian, a poron that is specifically for external parasites. Uh, if the animals are coming through for re-implant in a grow yard or in a feedlot, those animals were probably processed during a warm time where we didn't use a delicing protocol. So as they're coming through, I'm not going to re-deworm those animals or give them an injectable or a, or a white paste, but I am going to give them a poron uh, for the lice at that point during the winter. So one of the things that's really important about getting rid of lice in the winter is the application of the product. And when you read on the label, it says you need to get that spread from the pole to the tailhead. It's really important to make sure that you get a long sweeping motion when you apply that, that delicing product because I see so many people just squirt them in the middle of the back or they just dump it with the ladle in the middle of the back. And that's not going to get the coverage done, folks. So regardless of what product you use, the, the making sure that you get that animal covered all the way from the, the pole to the tailhead is extremely important. Um, it's, it's probably one of the most important things when I talk to people about, well, we poured them two or three times, but it didn't seem to work. Another thing is, is don't start too late. I see when people start uh, the delousing product, projects, products after they've already got an infection. And, and while it's important to do, it may take more than one application and to, to get the infection because sometimes these infestation rates can get, get so bad and sometimes they become resistant to one product or the other. So working with different products, working with your veterinarian, the veterinarian is really a key understanding what other people are going through, what other people are using, what other people are, are what, what is working at other people's places is extremely important in my mind when you're trying to develop a program that's going to work on your farm and that veterinarian is the one that is, is tied to understanding everybody else's operation. So we're going to start early in the winter, we're going to use that poron, we're going to cover them from, from pole to tailhead. Now that doesn't mean all of our porons are the same way. If you're using some of the ivermectin, it's still good to get good coverage um, and, and things to that nature. I don't use a lot of poron avermectin products because I don't use them so much for the control of internal parasites. I'll use the injectable with a poron or the white paste with a, with a poron. So, so those are just some of the things that, that as I walk through and we start to talk about lice control, uh, this is a major issue, and it's a major issue in your cows during the winter. 
It's a major issue after we have weaned calves and we have those calves in the feed yard. It's been estimated that you can lose up to a quarter pound a day, average daily gain, because of lice. It's not because they lose weight uh, from, from something that's, that's causing debilitation, except for the fact that it decreases their behavior. Those animals aren't going to the bunk because their mind's on what's itching. They're going up and they're being more active and, and itching against the posts and different things to that nature. So this is something that can be pretty costly in your, in your herd or in your, your feed yard or in your grow yard if you're not, not taking care of it. So, so again, timing, application, different products, uh, highly important when you're starting to think about what you're going to do with lice control. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to do some wrap-up on ectoparasites in general, but mainly talk about uh, some of the new things and new items that, that we're seeing, getting you prepared for winter, taking care of those cattle. It's fall processing time. Thanks for watching Doc Doc. We'll be back right after these messages. Hey folks, Dr. Dan here at Doc Talk. Thanks for joining us. I've moved to Ames, Iowa, uh, where I'm back home at Iowa State. Still have a lot of friends in Kansas, Nebraska, Texas. So appreciate the emails, appreciate the contact. Uh, after this show, it's going to be awesome because we're going to do one more show on WebEx, but then we have the green light. We're going to get back out and uh, we're going to get to some vet clinics. We're going to get to some operations and you're going to see more action out on the farm. So uh, excited about that and excited about, about getting uh, back to what we do in our roots and that's working cattle, working horses and, and being in pig operations and so on. So when we start to think about lice and you, you know, one of the questions I get is, well, when do I quit? you know, in my feed yard or when do I quit? So again, just as you use the, the further north you are, the sooner in the fall you're going to start because it starts to get colder and cloudier. And the further north you, you are, the longer you're going to have the duration of using uh, this product as cattle come in on arrival, as you get new calves in, whether it's little calves, big calves, whatever, as they come into your operation. If I have them caught in the chute, this is something that's cheap. It's something that I'm going to put on their back and then I'm going to kick them out. But what we're going to do is we're going to wait until those cold, rainy days in the spring go away. When we start to see more sunshine, when we start to see some, some days of some warm weather, <clears throat> that's when it's okay to quit doing it. So the further north you live in the United States, the, the sooner you're going to start using the delicing de products and the longer you're going to use them in the spring. As we move to the south, as you get into the, the southern part of the United States, um, you know, you may just use it in the deep winter months of bringing calves in, but a lot of y'all in the west coast and, and far south really don't have an issue with lice, so that's not something that's, that's a big problem for y'all, and, and so I think it's important to understand that timing. So if I was going to wrap up on lice, the first thing I'd say is the clinical signs of lice cattle lose their hair, you come in, they're scratching the posts down, they're scratching the fences down. Remember, there's two types of lice. There's biting lice and there's sucking lice. Uh, and and uh, when we go to use a product, we have to understand that when we give an injectable avermectin product, that will kill the sucking lice, but it'll have no effect on the biting lice. Therefore, as we head into the winter, as we are in the winter, we're going to use a product alongside of our injectable avermectins. We're going to use some sort of, 
of poron product to control lice. The thing about the porons, when do we start? We start in the fall. We're going to start when we get those cold, cloudy days. And then the big thing is, is application. When you apply that product, make sure that you don't just squirt it in one area, that you get good coverage all along. If there's anything else I've said today that I've seen more issues with, with controlling lice, it's making sure that you get good application of that delicing product from, from at least withers to tailhead, but even pole to, to tailhead, so that you make sure that you get, get good coverage. Um, I wanna thank you all for watching Doc Talk. Uh, we have a lot of fun here on the show. And uh, remember, always work with your local veterinarian. And if you want to know more about we, what we do here on the show, you can find us at www.doctalktv.com. I'm Dr. Dan Thompson here at Iowa State University, and I'll see you down the road.